Welcome to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burst, LCSW, a foster and adoptive and bio mama and a therapist in private practice. I'm here to help foster mamas feel seen, heard, and supported on their journey. From quick, actionable steps to make your foster care journey easier to interviews with foster and adoptive mamas, the Fearless Fostering Podcast delivers education and encouragement weekly. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burse, LCSW, and today is for sure the most special guest I have ever had on the podcast because today I am interviewing Shelly Conry, aka my mom. So thanks for coming on the podcast, mom. You're welcome. (laughs) So I know I kind of sprung this on you, but I think it's a good thing to talk about, you know, how it feels for extended family members when someone starts fostering and starts the foster care process. So I guess my first question for you is what did you first think when I said that Matt and I wanted to do foster care? Well, I think my first initial thought was it didn't really surprise me because even as a young girl, you always had a caring heart. You always took care of the family dog. You always were the one that um, the other ones came to cry on your shoulder when they needed you. And you were always such a caregiver. So in that way, it didn't surprise me. I was proud of you for even stepping forward to uh, take on this endeavor. But then the mother worry set in and I was concerned that you would have a foster child that you would fall in love with it and nurture it and that maybe it might be reunified and then I would be feeling your pain as you went through that so mixed emotions I guess Mm -hmm. I know it's so crazy too because just as a mom in general I think we can relate to that all moms that like everything that your children experience you experience too right for sure It's not easy, Um, but so thanks for (laughs) being with us on our journey. But yeah, I mean, what did you, I mean, so we got the first call after, you know, taking our classes and waiting, you know, and just that huge unknown period. I remember you like taking me to the store and you were like, I'm going to buy a stuffed animal for the new baby, but we didn't know the baby yet. We didn't know boy or girl. We didn't know anything about said baby. And now looking back, I think. He still has that little stuffed lion, but I want to know, like for you, I mean, I know my emotions were like so crazy the day that we got the call for our first foster care placement, who we now have adopted as our son. But way back then, when I called you, do you remember like what was going through your head when I was like, oh my gosh, mom, today's the day. It got real real for me (laughs) that Mm -hmm. day. It was like, um, because, you know, oh, she's going to be a foster mom and Matt's going to, you know, be a foster, they're going to be a foster family. But then it like all of a sudden was real. This is happening. And so it was, yeah, it was really great though. I was so excited for you and, you know, just the joy of, of this is something you wanted to do and it was coming to fruition. Mm -hmm. It's so hard because I think there's so many things you know, emotions tied up in foster care. And if there's one thing that I think I've learned as a foster mom and probably I would 
think you could attest to this too, is like, we're excited because we've been wanting to take care of a baby and foster. We're also sad that like, this was a situation that had to happen, you know, and there's just so many feelings wrapped up in it. But that initial kind of, I guess, adrenaline rush of like, oh my gosh, it's happening. And you kind of, you are kind of excited, nervous, all those things, but you were far away. Like that was hard a little bit too, because we, I, we live in Connecticut and you guys live in Ohio. So how was that hard for you to like, know that I was going through this big, huge thing, but not being able to be close? Oh yes, definitely. Definitely. Because uh, I wanted to be there to support you and to help you care for a new baby you know, all those things went through my mind. Are my biological grandchildren going to accept this? Are they going to feel left out? Are they going to feel joy? I mean, you know, it was just so many unknowns at the time. So it was uh, quite emotional. Yeah, I know. Same. (laughs) I feel like one thing when we talk about all the emotions is just to, and reiterating for both foster parents and for, you know, extended family Um, grandparents of of foster children and things like that is like everything that you feel is allowed. And I think there is sometimes the stress or pressure around like feeling one way or another, like you should feel excited or you should feel like sad or you should feel, you know, this or that. But like, I think we have both experienced from a foster parent perspective and a foster grandmother perspective that like every single one of the feelings that we feel has come and gone at different times and it's allowed and we've just needed to feel it. And I think that's what I've kind of learned on this journey is that just to allow myself to feel those different emotions and to work through them. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't stop after that first call or the first visit, because you guys came out to visit us really quickly after we got our son placed with us. And we were so thankful for that because our heads were still spinning. But I guess just like, what was the most difficult part so far of foster care for you as a grandmother? Because I know it's been difficult for me and I've been open about sharing some of those things, but I would be interested to hear your perspective from a grandmother perspective. How, how has it been difficult for you? I think the, you know, the difficult part has just been riding the roller coaster with you, just uh, the ups and the downs and the not knowing what's going on and going through all that with you. It's kind of like, I want another grandchild. I, I want to call this my grandchild. But I'm afraid to call this child my grandchild in case it doesn't happen. And so just um, just that, but I, it's just been so joyous to have that little boy in our life and to have him be my number 10th grandchild. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted at least 10. <laughs> yep. And you got it. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know really quickly about some amazing free resources for foster mamas on my website, fearlessfostering.com. I have a self-care quiz that will help you decide exactly what type of self-care you need at this point on your foster care journey, as well as a virtual retreat for foster mamas and an anxiety reducing email course, all for free. Check it out right now on fearlessfostering.com. So what would you say has brought you the most joy on this journey for you as a foster grandma? Oh, goodness. I mean, just the joy of being a grandmother and having grandchildren and spoiling them rotten and just um, being uh, just a part of their lives and just watching them grow and watching them develop and and having a relationship with them. And just uh, it's just I don't know, it's the best thing in the world is being a grandmother. hmm. Well, you do a good job. I'll tell you that. What changes have you seen in me, if any, since I became a foster mom? Or like, what have you noticed about me more that you maybe weren't as much noticing before? 
Good or bad, be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's two things that I've really been made more aware of. And one is I think that you've become more resilient. You're you're able to, and I think you had to become that because the trials and tribulations, the ups and the downs and the the joy and the, you know, the social worker said this, the lawyer said that, you know, so you have bad days and good days. And I think you've you've been able to put them in perspective better than you used to. I also think one of the things that helped with that was I saw that your faith deepened. You relied more on the Lord in some of those times. So I really think that your faith has grown and strengthened. I've seen, I've seen you just rely more on, on your faith. Thanks. I would agree with that. I definitely think it's one of those things where it's like, uh, you, ha- you have to, <laughs> like, it's like, you realize, like, it's like so weird. I wish, I almost wish like I could realize it all the time anyway, without hard circumstances. But I think, you know, the trying circumstances are the circumstances that make us grow the most. And I definitely agree. I feel like our whole family has grown closer together through this journey, whether like on a hard foster care day, you know, I'll call you or like call my sister and you guys are the first people to kind of know what's going on when we hear about it. And so you're the first line emotional (laughs) defense for everything that comes out for me and just how amazing you've been. And like, what can we do, especially being far away? Like, you know, we're going to Instacart you steaks and a chocolate cake, or we're going to, you know, but really just listening and being there. I'm just appreciative of you guys so much. That has really, I think, been a joy of foster care is like being able to share the experience with our whole family and knowing how much and seeing how much you and like the rest of our family loves these children from the get-go as your own. And that has been really special for, for Matt and I. When a precious little child, you know, you can't feel anything but joy and love and, and being able to grandparent them has been very special to me. So since you're now a foster grandma expert, (laughs) what would you say as far as advice or just encouragement for other people? Cause I get this question a lot. People will often ask me, I'm not a foster parent, but I want to support a foster parent. Or how's the best way to support someone in my family who's thinking about doing foster care, who is doing foster care? Now that you've kind of lived it for a couple of years and a couple of different kids, what would you say to that? I would say just tighten your seatbelt and hold on. Uh, It's quite a a roller coaster ride, uh, but just to be there to support the foster family in any way that you can. If it's that they need, you know, a shoulder to cry on, or they need sitters, or they need whatever their need is, they need prayers, they need uh, emotional support, just stand by and with open arms and be ready to support your son or daughter as they go on this becoming foster parents journey. Yeah. You guys have been amazing at that. I feel like I've said this a million times and people say it all the time. Like it takes a village to raise a child, but like it takes a major village to raise a foster child and to do foster care. And I think, you know, you guys, like I said, have stepped up so much, even with vacation requests being denied or whatever. It's like, you're like, okay, how can we work this out so that you guys can go or that we can, you know, figure out a different way. It's just, I feel like throughout the years of foster care, you guys have always been in, in, you know, Matt's family too, have stepped up and been like, we're in this with you. These are our grandchildren. And I think I would add that just like to 
kind of as much as you can not hold back. Cause I think that's where the real joy is found is like when you're a foster parent and you're like, I'm not really a foster parent, I'm a parent and I'm not really a foster grandma. And you've never said I'm a foster grandmother. You've always been. And I think that's just one thing that as a foster parent, I can say as far as extended family is concerned, you know, the fact that other people are loving your child, however long they're with you as much as any other child in their family is just such a huge blessing and a joy to the foster family. So, so good. Good. Thank you. I'm so happy that I got to chat with you. Is there anything else that you want people to know about me before? (laughs) Oh, I don't think you have that long. (laughs) I know I'm opening up a huge can of worms. I usually give out people's Instagram, like where can people follow you on that? I'm like, I'm not giving you my mom's Instagram. She'll tell you all my stuff from what I was. (laughs) No, I, I just think that, you know, I'm so proud of you for, for what you're stepping forward to do. So many people have said to me when I say and share that my daughter and son-in-law are foster parents, they just say, oh, I could never do that. Mm-hmm. And it just breaks my heart because there's a little child waiting and someone needs to step up and say, I will do this. Mm-hmm. And I just am so proud of you and Matt for that. Oh, thanks, mom. Well, thank you for being an integral part of our village and just like seriously the best grandma ever. <laughs> I love you. I love you too, honey. Huh? For being on the show. Okay. Bye. Bye.